Now, for a long time, the letter R was synonymous with tailor-made drivers. If you're old as me, you can probably remember the R300 series, then we had R500, then R7, R9, R11, R1 for some reason, and then we went to SLDRs and things like that. Well, worry not, because the R franchise is back with the R15 driver, and it's got a, a very classy and retro-looking head cover here. And underneath it, you can still see some similarities with the SLDR, because you've got a sliding track here with weights in it. Rather than one weight, this time they've got two. They're 25 grams between them, so it's 12 and a half each. And you can either have them in the middle, or you can move them to the full fade, or to the full draw, or you can actually separate them and have the one at either end. They all have different characteristics in those positions. When you've got them both in the middle, that's going to give you the most distance because you'll have more mass directly behind the ball. When you've got them split, one at either end, then that's going to give you the most forgiveness because you're going to have the most stable club that there is, and then you've got every other possible combination in between. Now the channels that the weights slide along is actually the speed pocket for this particular club and what that does is allow the face to flex a little bit more than it would do if it wasn't there and that's going to help you increase the ball speed especially on some of those low centre hits. Now the channel itself does look like it's from the SLDR but there's a big difference there. It's actually 12 millimetres closer to the face than it was in the SLDR and also that allows 40 grams of weight to be moved closer to the face as well. So a lot of the weight in this club is actually towards the front end of the club and that is in line with TaylorMade's low forward CG philosophy and which they've continued here with the R15. The idea being that you're going to get faster ball speeds but lower spin by having that CG further forward than has maybe been the, the case in the past when people have tried the low CG further back. Now the other big change from the SLDR is the colour of the crown. You may have already spotted this but we're back to a white crown with a black face and that is there really to create that contrast to help you align the club very easily. Now SLDR is a silver face and a black head and just to hedge their bets tell me they are offering the R15 in a dark head as well. As well as adjustable weights on the sole, there's also adjustable hosel. It's the same one Taylor may have had for a while now. It allows a change of anything up to plus or minus two degrees either way. There's also a standard line and upright lie as well. So there's a lot of options here, so custom fitting is going to be important. Compared to the SLDR, I think that the head sits a little bit bigger. They're both 460cc's, but this just is maybe slightly uh, bigger profile at address. The face isn't quite as tall as well, and that's going to help with the, the general forgiveness and the increase in the MOI. The R15 comes with a standard length Fujikura speeder shaft of 45 and a half inches. That was one of the things I did like about the SLDR, that they didn't put a, a super long shaft in it. So, and this shaft really suits this head well. So how did it go in the range? Well, I took this down to our range here at Golf Lord HQ, and this is what I thought of it. Now when you get the chance to take the R15 out in the course, the first thing you'll notice is pull out the bag. It's got a lovely white head cover, very sort of retro style. Not sure how long it's got to stay white in the conditions I tend to play in, uh, but it does uh, fit very well on the head. That uh, there's a little bit of elastication in there to hold it in place, and nice velvet inside, although not much shaft protection like you've had before. Putting the club down, I think it sits very well behind the ball. It's a little bit larger head than the SLDR, but it does sit very well. And we're back to the white head with the black face. That makes the alignment very easy, and there is a little tailor-made logo with a couple of lines on it to help you if you like that sort of thing. So let's go give it a go. I've got both the weights in the middle, so that should be giving me maximum distance. One thing I've noticed, I've been hitting this quite a bit, and it's quite a high flight. I think they've managed to get around the problem which I found with the SLDR, and uh, you can see in the back here, we've been trying the two of them together, and so it's a much higher flight, even when the lofts are set exactly the same, and it might still be a low spinning driver, but they've got the CG in a better position, so you can actually get the thing in the air, which uh, for a few people was a bit of a problem with the SLDR. Here it's a nice sound actually, I like it. It's solid without being over loud. Uh, there's no, it's not really a tingy sound, it's more of a, 
slightly hollow but a, a nice sort of muted solid sound I, I quite like that actually and I've been playing around with the weights as well a bit I, I changed them so they could uh, put both the weights on the outside positions so as far apart as possible for the maximum stability so let's hear what that one sounds like a very slight change maybe it feels a little bit more hollow but it's very fractional I don't know if you're able to pick that up there irrespective of the sand there's a lot of adjustable options in here and the key thing really is to get along to a tailor-made fitting center and get put through the process so you get the right launch conditions and setup to maximize both the distance and the forgiveness for your swing Overall, I do like the R15 driver and for the main reason that it's much easier to get up and away. The, the sliding track that the weights are in allows the CG to be moved around, it allows a bit more forgiveness on the outer limits and that's where that kind of speed pocket design comes in. And I, I really like the fact that you've got two weights and you can put them pretty much anywhere you want because that allows a tremendous amount of fine tuning in order to get the trajectory and the setup which will give you the best launch conditions to get the most distance and also the most accuracy from your club. I think the R15 really is a worthy successor to all the previous R clubs and I think it's combined the sort of low forward CG philosophy with some of the benefits that the older clubs had when they had the CG further back. You have got that forgiveness and you have got that speed so for me it's definitely one to check out. That's all for me today so for more information about all TaylorMade products please visit the website at golfalot.com.